This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, it's your girl Breenie Lee and welcome to the Pep Talk podcast where we have real, raw, relatable conversations with the Pep Talk you need. You have the power to create your future with the choices that you make today. What do you bring to the table? Baby, I am the table. Love yourself a little bit more than that, ladies. Come on. Dust settles, queens don't. And don't forget, know your worth and then add tax. Period. I don't believe that self-love exists in a vacuum. We are trying to convince ourselves that we love ourselves when all we want to do is be loved. I will never say, just love yourself, as if that's enough to feel love. Like, I'm not afraid of being alone. I just don't like being lonely. Hey guys, I want to talk to you guys about the self-love myth. Is self-love a myth? Does self-love work? And how do you do self-love correctly? And this comes off of the back of one of you guys' messages on Instagram. Of course, you guys must know I get a ton of messages every single day and it's virtually impossible to get around to most of them. However, sometimes I may just take a scroll down my messages and I did that and I came across this message. I don't know why I saw it when I saw it, but she perfectly explained how I have once felt and even an elements of how I still feel today. And so the way that I see things is if one person is feeling a certain type of way, it's almost guaranteed that there's a whole tribe of people feeling that exact same way. So I'm going to read the message that our dear lovely sister sent on Instagram and it reads, I saw your last post. Okay, my last post was this post and I was encouraging people to buy themselves flowers, not to wait to be loved, to love yourself, okay? And I posted that photo because that's exactly what I did. I bought myself flowers. And for some people, it'd be like, that's not very revolutionary. I buy myself flowers all the time. But the reason why I encourage people to buy themselves flowers is because we always look at things as romantic things, right? So this person took me on a date. We went on vacation together. We went out to eat. He bought me flowers. He bought me chocolates. He decorated a room for me. All these things, and I'm not saying that it's not nice to do, but all I'm saying is that you don't have to wait for that to be done for you. You can actually do that for yourself. And am I shitting on people that are in relationships and their man does X, Y, Z? No, bloody enjoy it. Like, enjoy that. 
enjoy it. But for us who are single, I don't ever want us to be sitting there thinking, okay, because I don't have a man and I don't have a relationship, I can't do X, Y, Z. But that was all I was saying. It wasn't some revolutionary post. I bought myself flowers, took some cute pictures with it and thought, okay, let me just share this as a caption. But she said this, I've seen your last post. She said, but why do we have to trick ourselves into loving ourselves as a coping mechanism for men rejecting us? That is loaded. I'm tired of being strong, independent and self-loving. I mean, if we all self-loved, wouldn't we be extinct? We are byproducts of two people. We need men to create life. So why, because of their inadequacy, in turn, we create these superhero tropes, such as loving ourselves as a way to love. It's not the same as being deep down, being told you're beautiful, smiling, sharing memories, etc. from a man. We want that. We as women desire that. But I'm tired of this self-love. I've done it for 31 years. I'm assuming she's 31, but you haven't loved yourself for 31 years. You probably started like, I don't know, five years ago or something. And it's led to me, it's led to me being jealous of other women and their relationships, lonely and depressed. And she asks, does self-love also involve a plastic dildo on Amazon for self gratification. I mean, I'm not a troll. I'm really trying to seek guidance here. I don't want to be self-love. I want to be loved. I did not think that she was trolling at all. I felt that she was very justified and she was very much asking the questions that a lot of us ask, right? A lot of us wonder, how far will this self-love take me? And I want to start by saying that I understand her completely. As someone that's been on the self-love journey for 15 years, I will say actively for 15 years, it can get lonely, but only if you're loving yourself in order to get something, right? I don't teach self-love to get something. I teach self-love because you need to love yourself. As a foundational principle, you need to love yourself. It's not a means to an end, right? It's the beginning, it's the road, it's the building blocks, it's the foundation. You need to love yourself. And I talk about loving yourself as in self-respect, being kind to yourself, being gentle to yourself. And most of the time, a lot of us struggle to be alone because we don't like ourselves. And we don't like ourselves because we're so negative, right? We're so negative to ourselves. And when we talk about we don't like ourselves, Imagine being two people, right? The inside and the outside, right? You're the outside you facing the inside you. And everything the outside you says to them, the inside you is always negative, condemning, it is judgmental, it's um, saying ugly words. If you were not you and you was around someone else and they was talking to you like that, you would not be around that person for long. Because who wants to be around someone that is nasty and negative all of the time. And when we're talking about the inside self and the outside self, what we're really talking about is our negative self-talk, right? And that is the opposite of self-love, right? The way you treat yourself is not just about self-care. It's not just about putting cucumbers in your eyes or wearing face masks or getting your nails done or getting your hair done or buying something for yourself. 
that has a lot to do with self-love, but it isn't self-love, right? Self-love is how you treat yourself, how you think about yourself, right? Because how you see yourself is the most important. Forget about getting other people to see you for who you are. How do you see you? Because that will inform all of your other relationships. That will inform how you allow others to treat you. That would inform what you tolerate in a relationship, what you tolerate in your friendships, what you tolerate in your family. And you guys hear this saying a lot, people only treat you the way you allow yourself to be treated. And it's very, very true when we really break that down, okay? When you don't love yourself, you have no boundaries, you have no standards, right? So because you don't love yourself, you're constantly trying to get affirmation from the outside. And the only problem with that is that if people can build you up, you've also given those people the power to tear you down too. So people that don't love themselves are always relying on outside stimuli, outside affirmation, outside attention, outside, outside, outside. And the problem is, and I was talking to my friend Cassie about this other day, people can tell you all day that you're beautiful, that you're great, that you're intelligent, that you're fantastic. Until you really believe that about yourself, it doesn't matter what they say, right? And the problem with people who rely on outside stimuli, outside voices, is that you're going to constantly be chasing that. Even if whatever people are saying are positive, you're going to be constantly chasing that. Even for myself, I have countless people commenting, messaging, telling me, even in person, all this wonderful stuff. And sometimes I want to close my ears until how I feel about myself catches up to what they see about me. Because they say that there's no enemy within the enemy without can do you no harm. So let's say that the voices outside weren't positive, they were negative. But if that's not how you truly feel about yourself, nothing that anyone says can ever alter your own self-image and how you feel about yourself. On the contrary, if everything from the outside was negative and there's also negative in here, that is when you crumble the most. So as much as I don't believe that self-love exists in a vacuum, it is so important that we start with the foundation of self-love. I'm not saying that self-love is enough. It's not. We are emotional creatures, interrelational beings. We need each other. No man is an island. We were born into families. That's why we have friendship groups. We have communities. We have people that love us. Self-love does not exist in a vacuum. Even though it's paramount, even though it's foundational, it is not enough. I can love myself all day. But if I'm not aware that, number one, God loves me. Number two, my mum loves me. Number three, my family love me. Number four, my friends love me. Number five, people that enjoy me, love me. If I didn't know that, my own self-love would not be enough. I will never say, just love yourself, as if that's enough to feel loved. But from what that lady said, she doesn't completely love herself or she doesn't understand what self-love truly means. Because when you love yourself and you love the person that God made you and you respect yourself, you want love or you're not desperate for it. And other people having love, external love, is not going to make you feel bitter or jealous. 
because part of you is basically saying, I want love, I want love, I want love. But deep down, I don't believe that I deserve it because I'm jealous of those women because they're more deserving of love. That's the reason why they got it. And that's not the case. But at the same time, I'm not here to dismiss her feelings or anyone who may feel like this because I've definitely been there. And I definitely dip in and out of, okay, I'm loving myself. Okay, but I do need a real man, like an actual human. Like, I need him to hug me. I need him to kiss me. I need him to spend time with me. I need us to go away together. I need us to spend inseparable amounts of time together. I do need love. I need love. And to be honest, I'll be vulnerable. Being single for coming up to a year now, I've had my lonely spurts. I've had moments of great distress. I'm not going to lie to you, distressing loneliness. And I don't think I've ever experienced loneliness like that before. And I think it's because I so desire a relationship. I so desire companionship that me being in this big ass apartment by myself is just like lonely. Like sometimes I'll be sitting here looking at the sunset, like I'm looking at the sunset now. And I'd be like, it'd be so so much nicer to share this with someone. Like it'd be so much more romantic to share this with someone than for it just to be like, oh, it's just me here. It's me here on my own, taking in the views or having a good meal or watching a show by myself. Like, I'm not afraid of being alone. I just don't like being lonely. And I used to like my own company. Um, and that's probably because I always had company when I was at my mum's house. But now I've got my own space and I've enjoyed it for almost a year. I want to share it. I want to share it with people. I want to share it with someone. But it has to be the right person. That's always a catch for me too, because I have shared it with a few different people. But it's temporary. Temporary faux love, I guess. Temporary idea of romance. And it's not, that's not fun. It's not fun. It might be nice when it lasts, but it's not fun. So being with the right person is more important than being in a relationship. And that's one thing that I've had to come to terms with. But I definitely understand anyone who may feel like it's lonely out here. I don't want to love myself anymore. I want to be loved. I want, you know, I want to be felt. I want to be touched. I want someone to listen to me. I want to listen to someone. I want to have jokes or someone. That will come. And your own self-love for yourself will attract that into your life. Let me put it like this. No one should be nicer to you than you are to yourself. You should not be surprised when a guy comes and says something nice to you or be unable to take in those compliments. You know how many people can't take a compliment? The reason you can't take a compliment is because you don't even say those things about yourself. So when you hear it, it's a shock. It's not a shock when someone tells me that I'm beautiful. It's not a shock when someone tells me that I'm wise. I already tell myself that. But if you're not telling yourself that, if you're not building that within yourself, no matter how much a guy praises you or no matter how much the guy is Mr. Right, it's going to be very difficult for you to receive that love. I'm not saying impossible. And I know a lot of people have seen like going around, people say, Stop telling people that nobody will love them unless they love themselves. And I think people misunderstand that phrase or that concept. We say that because if you do not know how to love yourself, you don't know how to be loved. You don't know how you want to be loved. You don't know what respect looks like if you've never respected yourself. That's all I'm saying. That's all we're saying when we say 
how can you expect love if you don't know how to love yourself? And like I said, self-love does not exist in a vacuum. We do need people. But in the meantime, when you're waiting for that, that perfect match, what do you do? How are you going to behave? And I want to read something that she said. Why do we have to trick ourselves into loving ourselves as a coping mechanism for men rejecting us? I felt that to my core. And she also said, so why because of their inadequacy, in turn, we create these superhero chops such as loving ourselves as a way to love? And what she's saying, I get it. Like, I 100% get it. Like, sometimes women do use self-love as a defense mechanism. It's the same as being, saying I'm independent or I don't need a man. She's right. Some people do use it as a coping mechanism. Like, okay, he ain't gonna buy me flowers. I'm gonna buy myself flowers. He's not gonna love me, so I'm gonna love myself. That is not why we love ourselves. I can understand how people can get it misconstrued. But if you're using self-love as a coping mechanism or a way to trick yourself, that's not self-love. Sorry, it's not self-love at all. And I guess that's why some people may feel like self-love is a hoax because we are trying to convince ourselves that we love ourselves when all we want to do is be loved. And like I said, self-love and being loved can coexist. But the beautiful thing about love is that it doesn't just have to come from one source. Romantic love is amazing. Romantic love feels great. It feels all mushy and it can make you feel great. It can release like oxytocin and all those great emotions, and those feel-good emotions. But romantic love isn't the only love out there. You have different types of love. You have friendship love, right? You have love from your family, from your parents, from your friends, right? You have love from God, agape, agape love, phileo, friendship love, you know, family love. It doesn't have to come from one person. And I think that what we really need to talk about is why people nowadays don't feel loved by anyone. I feel like we have a loneliness epidemic And even if people love you, they may not be loving you in the way that you want to be loved or the way that you know to be loved. And that even goes back to the love languages, right? Just because someone is, you know, I know, doing stuff for me. My mum loves in the love language of doing things. However, my love language is physical touch um, and words of affirmation. I mean, she's good at words of affirmation, I guess, but physical touch, I need, I need to be held. I mean, she is good at that, but the kind of, physical touch that I need like I don't know if my mum can give it to me this but (laughs) um yeah sometimes people can be loving us but we may not be able to feel it and that's the kind of sad thing about it because it's a shame to be surrounded by love and not be able to feel it and I think that's the reason why some of us run to relationships because we know that person is really for us like they've chosen us We've chosen them. It's us against the world, I guess. It's that closeness. And I feel like we are lacking that close sense of love. Um, Yes, we have friends, but the community, the way that our houses are even set up, it's not like back in the day. We don't really have communities where we can just go out in the street. Even when I was growing up, go and visit your friends and you all be playing out in the street. You all feel close to each other. And I feel like what we're lacking more than ever is that level of closeness. Sure, I have friends. Sure, I have family. And my family are close. But close in the sense of when we have 
something going on will come together and it's good vibes. On a day-to-day thing, many of us are lacking that true love from people and that emotional intimacy, that emotional closeness. So I totally understand why many of us crave romantic love. We crave men. We crave it because our needs are not being met. And I can say that the, the times when I've craved you know, love, romantic love the most was when I wasn't feeling that from anywhere else. I really felt like I was alone by myself. But like I said, we can't just expect love from one person. We need love, romantic love. We need platonic love, friendship love, love from God. And I want to quickly touch on this point because, um, Anointed Fire, Tiffany Buckner mentioned this in one of her videos and I think it was just so beautiful how she put it and it really put things into perspective for me. So I'm just going to read out what she said. This is what she said. You were never designed to love yourself first. You've got to love God and God teaches you to love yourself by sharing his love for you, with you. He shares his revelation of you, with you. This is what teaches you then to love yourself because you begin to love who you are and not who you became. And that last part, you begin to love who you are and not who you became. Because there's a tendency with this whole self-love movement is to love the version of yourself that you've become, right? You've done this, you've done that, you may have got surgery, you may have got this and done this and changed your face and changed your body. And, you know, you've got a self-care routine and you've bought yourself this and this and this and this. And now you're actually in love with the person that you've become, as opposed to genuinely loving the person who you are and have already been. And I feel like it's so important that we get the revelation of love from our creator, from the person who made us in his image, so that we can therefore know who we are. I think the world is suffering with an identity crisis. We don't know who we are. So how can we love someone that we don't know, right? But when God gives you the revelation of who you are, and you're like, wow, that's me. I love her. She's great. She's amazing. God, if that's how you see me, that's how I'm going to see myself. And I'm not going to struggle with self-hatred. I'm not going to struggle with low self-esteem. I'm not going to struggle with, um, you know, cutting or abusing myself with, you know, drugs and alcohol and sex and men and all this kind of stuff because, God, you made me pretty amazing and I love her. I love the person that I am, not the person I've created in my mind. There's a difference. We can love the idea of ourselves and not love who we are because loving ourselves includes loving our thoughts, our imperfections, the things that potentially people don't love about us, right? But when you love yourself, you can respect yourself and you can give yourself the love that you're searching for. But I just want to end by saying your desire to want to find love is normal. Nobody's saying that you shouldn't need or want a man. I need a man. I want a man. I desire a man. I would love to have a man. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to be happy by myself. And I'm not saying that I don't get moments of loneliness. I just came back from church. I came back from my pastor's, uh, pastor's house and was having fellowship. Like when I walked into the house, even though I'm going out a little bit later, and I'm going to be spending time with my friends, like part of me feels sad every time I come back to this empty house because 
I'm like, it's just me here. And I do like my company. I do like being by myself and I do like my own company, but it would be lovely to have someone. It would be lovely to have a man and everything in life I've been able to do by myself and get, get things. But this one area of relationship, it's not that easy. It's not that easy to find someone. It's not that easy to find the perfect match. It's not that easy. And so I'm going to let love find me. But in the meantime, I'm going to be okay with myself. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to love myself, not as a means to an end, but because that's what I'm supposed to do. What else am I supposed to do? And I'm not doing, I'm not loving myself to be rewarded with a husband or a man. I'm loving myself because I need to. I need to know that I'm loved. I need need to know that I'm appreciated. I need to know that I'm wonderful. I need to know that I'm great so that he can see it and believe it too. If you don't believe you're great, if you don't believe you're lovely, how is anyone else going to believe you? And then when when you get a man, it's going to be almost you trying to convince him that you are all these things when you already are. When you believe you're amazing, when you already are these things, you don't have to convince anybody otherwise. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Pep Talk podcast. It would mean so much to me if you can leave a review, rate this episode, and I will see you in the next one. Stay fabulous, ladies. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.